Uh, welcome to the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We are going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can get you into the best shape of your life. Intermittent fasting will help you turn back the hands of time, regenerate cells, have more energy with less food cravings. And the weight loss? Well, that will take care of itself as we inspire you to keep your nutrition real. So head over to our website and take us up on our seven-day Keeping It Real Health Challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Now let's get into this week's show. Hey, welcome to another week of this running intermittent fasting and weight loss podcast. We're here live in Starbucks. We got an action-packed show for you guys this week. I know I've been saying it all the time, but once again, we've been bringing on guests that has knowledge in an area in which you may want to practice in your life. This week's podcast this week's discussion is going to be talking about doing it for yourself. And what does it mean to do it for yourself? Is it to start to take your health to the next level for yourself? Not, not to do it for someone else because you want to look pretty or want to um, you know, be something for someone else. Because sometimes when we do that, we are not doing it for the right reasons. And we find ourselves at some point when they're not happy with it, we might start to put ourselves on the back burner. But you you might want to start doing this for yourself, eating healthier, exercising, because at the end of the day, you're going to feel better because you've made those decisions to get started. And getting started sometimes is the hardest thing that you can do. Once you get into it, You feel good at the end, but getting out of the bed when it's cold out, waking up early to get to the gym because you have to go to work a little bit later and you know you can't get it in later that day, your why has to be bigger than your biggest excuse. And in today's episode, we have a mother that shows up to our run group and shows up to races with her six-year-old daughter in a stroller. And when I asked her, what do you want to talk about today? She said, doing it for yourself. I'm actually joined by my co-host today, Jamie Burke from, she's the episode 18 star, Jamie Burke. Jamie, how are you today? I'm doing great. I got my nitro ready to go. Amen. I have my nitro too. Okay. Last night I did a 12 mile run at 9 p.m. after the NFL was over with. Um, I woke up in the morning not feeling like running. I started a streak, okay, and I was getting getting ready to call it a day on that streak because we took our son to Greater Venture, and I got home late, and I didn't feel like running the next day. Yeah, I don't blame you. So what I did was I kept seeing all you guys' posts 
on social media about getting out in the cold and the rain, and, and I said, I, I, I want to get out there today. Yeah, everybody did great this weekend. The weather was horrible. It was cold, windy, rainy, but everybody seemed to get out there and post their run, so you had to do it, I guess. So, so for those that haven't heard episode 18, it was entitled Intermittent Fasting Stories, the Jamie Burke story. And Jamie, take, Jamie in that episode, she takes us on her journey of how she lost 60 pounds in 2018 without buying a single weight loss pill, counting a single calorie, uh, pounding down any meal replacement shakes. And then it all started with her decision to join one of our seven-day health challenges, our very first one in January of 2019. And she's been on fire ever since. We invite you to join our next challenge and start your journey today with us. Head over to runtothebestyou.com today and get started. So, Jamie, how does it feel to have the second highest listened to episode in our young history? Um, I can't really believe it. I feel like there's been so many great podcasts lately. I'm pretty confident someone's going to surpass mine. I don't know. This is trending in the right direction. Episode one, the beginner is the highest episode. I don't know how still, but your, your information, your, your story of how you lost that weight and, and I think it just resonates with so many people. And when they see the intermittent fasting story and how you broke down your windows and things like that, I think it really resonated with people. Now, you recorded that podcast before you ran your first half marathon. Take us through that experience. Well, that was crazy. It's something I never thought I would ever want to do, let alone even just accomplish it. But, um, you know, I think Meredith really inspired me to, to try. So I started training for it, and um, it was a great day. It absolutely was. And I remember when we was going to have you on the show, and you said, I don't know about that. And I said, uh, I can use a co-host, and I think... <laughs> You would be a good co-host, and you said, I definitely don't, don't think I'll be doing that. But after you recorded your first one, you were pretty giddy, and uh, you had ideas for another show that you would like to do. This isn't that show, but you remember what show you said that you would like to be able to talk about? Yeah. Um, well, I never thought I would want to do a podcast or anything like that. I'm pretty great at giving one-word responses to things. Um but after I did the podcast, I thought it was great because it was just a conversation. Um, but I wanted to maybe do one on emotional eating. I thought that would be an important topic to talk about because it's something a lot of people can relate to, especially people that have struggled with their weight from maybe an early age, um, like me. So if we could talk about maybe getting into some of those nitty-gritty things about why we overeat and the bad habits that we form and then talk about how... Um, putting a system into place to kind of bounce back when you do make those poor decisions because nobody's perfect. I'm definitely somebody that will occasionally sit on my couch with a pint of ice cream because I'm stressed out, but it's about knowing what to do next to get back on track. If, you know, you know, emotional eating is a topic probably as heavy as the non-scale victory was with Tina Ellis. Yeah. And because we do, we do need a list of, I have this emotion. That's why it's good to keep a journal, keep a diary. And if there's a diary out there called the whole 30 day by day journal, and they want you to write down how your day was 
And when you had that craving for chocolate, what were your emotions of why you wanted it? You know, I know if when I did construction work, if I got laid off, one of the first things the guys want to do or even myself may go get some buffalo wings and a beer because, hey, I just got laid off. Let me pound back some beers and kind of deal with it, you know. And so if we can be more mindful of our emotions, it can help us to as you said, make better choices. And we're going to do an episode like that so we can help them see what they can do when those emotions arrive. Yeah. Now, today, once again, we have our very special guest, uh, Meredith Hamlet, coming on the show. Um, you, you are the first guest, though, Jamie, yeah. to not only return to the show, but actually be a co-host. And why don't you tell our listeners who Meredith is to you? Well, Meredith is somebody that very quickly in our group becomes everybody's uh, running mom or running wife, but more importantly, running friend. She's always got great motivation. She shows up with her daughter. Um, She's just a really important player on our team. But we met, um, I think, sometime in the summer of 2018. We were going to the same gym, working out, and I always had to bring my kids and they would sit in the corner and play on their iPads or whatever, or be sitting there fighting the whole time. And I remember one time she had to bring Mia, and Mia was upset because her iPad wasn't working, and we kind of just like looked at each other, like we got each other, because we're dealing with kids, we're trying to get our workout in, and it's not easy. So we kind of just understood each other immediately. And then come to find out our daughters were gonna be in the same kindergarten class, So they became friends, and we kind of just became friends that way. And then, um, you know, she stopped going to the the gym that I go to because she started taking up kickboxing again. And we would run into each other occasionally dropping off our kids to um, the before-school program. So I think she saw me sometime in, like, February or early March, and I had lost, like, 12 to 15 pounds at that point, and she, you know, asked me what I was doing, so I told her about you know, the running and intermittent fasting. And I remember she did say that she had tried intermittent fasting, but it kept giving her headaches. So I didn't think much of it. But then not long after that, she uh, showed interest in the group. And um, we got her on for um, this webinar in March to explain, you know, what Run to the Best You is. And uh, next thing I know, she signed up and uh, the rest is history. When she asked you, um, what, what are you doing? She probably expected you to say that, you know, I've been taking these pills. Yeah, <laughs> I, I started this, you know, weight loss system or something like that. But it was something simple as running three days a week and uh, intermittent fasting. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, so before we get into the interview with Meredith, we got to go over the week that was. Absolutely, Jamie. So, guys, how was your week? What, what were some things that went well for you last week? Has last week's podcast enhanced your life at all? We would love to hear from some of your successes. Please feel free to connect with Cedrice Parker on Facebook and message me. Now, for that spelling, we'll leave uh, how you spell my name in the, in the description. Or submit your questions or comments to coachcedrice at gmail.com. Apple Podcast listeners, please rate and leave a review. Unlike some podcasts, I want to go back and read those reviews, even if it's a bad one. You don't like the way I say, um, 
<laughs> whatever it is, I need you to leave some reviews. I'm getting some great reviews, Jamie, on the Facebook feeds and stuff like that. Yeah. But I would love to you guys to go on the Apple Podcast or however you listen to podcasts. If you're able to rate it, please rate it and leave your review so that it can be found by more listeners. So with us here in New Jersey, it was so cold on Tuesday. Okay. Um, it was it was very cold. We had uh, rain in the morning and snow in the afternoon. But what do you think happened about two hours before it was time for our group to meet? Oh, let me guess. The sun came out and cleared up because it never rains on you. Absolutely. That's, that's facts. That's fact, guys. So, exactly. Now, only five people showed up that day. Yeah, understandable. Right? Yeah, yeah. The picture was huge, to, you know, the week uh, week before, but five people showed up. But it was understandable, like you said, because we didn't have no idea what the weather was going to be like. I knew I had to show up just in case that one person showed up. Now, you, you went on your uh, eight-mile run the day before, so that's why you didn't show up. Yeah, I wanted to get a long run in because I hadn't did one since the half. And I'm like, okay, it's almost been a month. I better see if I can still run a long-distance run. And, um... Well, Chris Ballard ran nine and a half uh, miles that weekend, and she's been doing 30-30 intervals. So I was like, all right, I want to try that because her pace was exactly what my pace was from the half, and she was only running 30 seconds on 30 off. So that's what I did. I played with my interval a little bit, and I did uh, really well. That's, that's awesome. And, guys, for what she's talking about, 30-30, we implemented the run-walk-run I have been using that system, Jeff Galloway system, since 2015, but I really started training our local members how to use it as well as my online clients. And if you go to runtothebestyou.com under facts, uh, frequently asked questions, um, you will see me explain it there. But again, reach out to me. I'd love to be able to have a one-on-one with you and show you how the run, walk, run can actually change your life. It has changed my life, and then I'm sitting next to a person, and Meredith is going to be here soon, and it's just been changing people's lives. I mean, Danielle Selassie from last week's podcast, she absolutely killed it. I mean, doing the 30-30 for the whole Chicago Marathon. Yep. Yeah, and you can have a great pace with 30-30. You think you're walking too much, and it's going to slow you down too much, but it's not. I told... Um, I asked Jeff Galloway because I have a special relationship with him and I can reach out to him from time to time. Uh, I said, I would like to do a sub two hour half marathon. Can I do it at 90 seconds on, 30 seconds off? He said, absolutely. I've had people do it at 30, 30. That's incredible. That's so amazing. I still don't know how that's possible, but Meredith did say that when she does 30, 30, she feels like she's sprinting too much. Like, it does feel like that. When I went on my run, I changed my interval to 45, 20 for the last four miles. And I was all out sprinting for those intervals. Now, we know Chris ain't sprinting, though. No. So, so we have to find that Chris spot. Instead of the sweet spot, we're going right. to call it the Chris spot. Yeah, because she makes it look so easy. And she's just so happy the whole time. When I run, I just feel like it's torture. Listen, listen. I, I've, been on, I've been on 5Ks with Chris. And when I pass her, she ain't looking as happy as she was during that half marathon. I was so surprised when I saw her. She was just had her fist up. But, but let's go back to you, though. How did you feel when you crossed that finish line? I don't know if we really delved into that. Yeah, I don't think we talked about it. Um, I felt really good. I, 
it was definitely difficult at the end of the race. Like, I felt great all the way through till about mile 12. Um, the wind picked up, and it was starting to rain, and I just felt like this was going on forever. But, I, you know, I crossed the finish line. I was really proud of myself for doing it. And, you know, part of me was like, okay, I'm done. I don't think I want to do another half marathon. Maybe I'm just like a 5K-er. But, you know, within a couple days, I already signed up for two more half marathons next year. So. That's insane. You signed up for two half marathons next year? Yeah, maybe three. And then a a five-miler, right? So you're going to try to go for that trifecta, that big old medal. Yeah, I only run for medals now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, you got a Rocky medal. Yeah, that was a good time. Me, Jen, and Ed went to the Rocky run in Philly. Um very crowded very big race but it was a good time oh continuing on the theme of the week that was then we had thursday the whole crew came out strong that day we had 31 people that day including eight children i'm i was so proud to see how many parents out there doing exactly what our show we'll be talking about today and that's doing it for themselves uh becoming healthier for yourself now no matter what your circumstances may be don't feel as though because you have children you have to let that hold you back right jamie you were one such person that came out with your daughter how was that day for you to see 30 some people i mean i didn't know how many people was there until i counted it was a lot of people um it was great and i you know my daughter's been showing some interest in running um, just a couple weeks ago, she was like, Mom, can we go for, like, a one-mile run? I just feel like I want to. So we did it. And um, she really wants to run a 5K. Her and Reed, um, her cousin, Jen's son, I think they're going to start training together and do a 5K pretty soon. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe the Keep Common Run to the Best You 5K? I think that would be a great one. Yeah. So, um now, that particular day when you came out, since you didn't do speed work on Tuesday, you took Thursday to do the speed work. We've been training at Stockton University for all our local guys here that want to join our group. We're going to be at Stockton University from now until about March. So if you want to join us, um, all, all you have to do is reach out to us and we'll get you in um, at the level in which you are at. Right. So whether you are a beginner, whether you have experience and want to get faster we're here to help you take it to the next level. Jamie, you did some speed work. Four times 400s. And for those that's new to running, that's one lap around lane one on the inside part of the track. You did four of those with only a 30-second rest in between. And what happens at the end of the speed work is that the Nike app or whatever, if they're whatever, you might use a different app, they will take those four intervals and they will combine it for your one-mile time because that's what four quarter miles is is uh, one mile. And so what did you get for that mile? I got seven minutes and 53 seconds, something like that. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> I just, I'm trying to figure out what your time was when you first started at, you know, obviously we, we already know that you lost 60 pounds, but when you first started, I mean, what are you like 12 minutes a mile or something oh, like that? Oh, yeah, easily. I think, you know, somewhere in the 11-minute maybe was my best. But, yeah, somewhere around there. Oh, we, I'm, I'm sitting here forgetting, too. Like, we did the Trail of Two Cities, and you, that's your fastest 5K? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, so I, much finally, stuff has been I know. Going on with you. I know. Um, yeah, I got 
Sub 35K on the bridge, yeah. Guys, if you guys have any, like, ideas, I need to make a sub 30 type of collage of people that hits the... Like a logo or something. We can slap on a picture. The sub 30 crew. And you got that on the bridge. Yeah, I was worried it wasn't going to happen because that those inclines are insane. But um, I did it. I can't imagine what you're going to do on the flat surface. And now that you're doing the speed work, that's why that speed work is important. And Jamie is working on getting a 830 mile. Okay, because if she can average 830 in her mile, then obviously from now from here on out, she'll be doing under 30 minutes all the time. Hopefully. Yeah. All right, so let's take a commercial break, and when we return, we're going to talk to Meredith Hamlet. Can't wait. Yeah, let's do it. All right, welcome back to the show. We're still here live at Starbucks, and our theme of our show this week is do it for yourself. Our guest today is a mother of a sweet six-year-old named Mia, and what's awesome about this mother is that she came to us in March looking to re- reboot and regain her mojo. You can tell that this cold brew is setting in. I'm feeling good. <laughs> Meredith used to participate in triathlons, but with so many of us, life happens, right? You have children, take on jobs, relationships, and, and so much more that gets in the way. And before we know it, we done forgot all about ourselves. Something must spark us. Give us that jolt to remind us, hey, I remember when I used to run or swim or whatever sport or exercise it used to be. You say, when I did that once upon a time, I was happier. I was in the best shape of my life back then. Meredith, why don't you take us to that time in your life when that spark was relit in you? Hi, everybody. How's everybody today? So I was a very active kid growing up. I was an athlete. Um, I had gotten very sick um, and dropped down to a very low weight. But when I came out of the hospital, I ended up eating a lot of food. Um, and with that, it turned into um, depression, um, not a healthy relationship. And my mother and father were so upset by the way I was feeling. They actually went out and uh, bought an old, actually it was new back then, wooden ski Nordic track. And with that, my mom's like, I can't do this for you. You need to do it. And after the five, six times of crying for 20 minutes on this thing, I said, I can do this. Um, And that kind of got me lit to start doing it for myself and not for my mom, not for my dad. And with that, I started losing weight very quickly. Um, 20 minutes a day is all it took. Um, I was not a kid that grew up with, um, you know, veggies every day on my plate. I liked Hawaiian punch a lot, um, but I liked the feeling of exercising and feeling good about myself. So that kind of got me into the fitness at that point, and I stuck with it for a long, long time. That's pretty much it, where I got it from. You know, we started our show this morning uh, talking about doing it for yourself and not for a, your mates and things like that. So it was, it was real cool to hear you say that not from not doing it for my mom or my dad, because as parents, sometimes, especially when we have teenagers and we may be taking on this for the first time, we want to get our kids to do it. But it's frustrating because they're not taking it up. You know, they at some point have to do it for themselves. Jamie. Um, yeah, so Meredith, what changed from being a triathlete, triathlete to being out of shape? Like, what got in the way? 
um, life. Um, I did not become a mother until I was 40 years old. I went through a lot of relationships, ups and downs, and I did a lot of fertility drugs just to have her. Um, so it was really tough. I was in a great shape, um, but the doctors had told me at that point, you cannot exercise. You're not allowed to exercise. We cannot have you moving around that much. So guess what? I went from running every day, swimming, biking, um, being in the best shape to saying, okay, I'm just going to go walk the dog now. And for something that was always on that high and that adrenaline high, it was very tough for me to readjust. So I had to take it down if I wanted to have a baby. And I did do that. But then as life happens, um, I did get back into running with her and she was still an infant um, pushing the same stroller. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it, it, the fertility drugs and the doctor saying you're not allowed to exercise anymore kind of put a damper on my spirits um and it's pretty much taken me up until this time to say no i can do this this is me this is who i really am um so that's kind of where the low went and then the high went you know what's interesting about that is so many people so many doctors sometimes will tell people that they can't do something and it's unfortunate for example even when i had my knee surgery the doctor that performed my knee surgery said well you really shouldn't run You know, it's not really good for you. But if you're going to run, get like a 10-minute mile. And at the time, I couldn't even do a 10-minute mile. Matter of fact, I think he said eight-minute mile. And I'm like, just doing it eight minutes. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I can't even do that. So that, you know, there's been people that may have lost their legs. And the doctor's saying that, you, you know, what are you thinking about doing a marathon for? But that same person will go out and go he designed his own prosthetic legs and now so many people without legs are running marathons now mm-hmm. i just want to say too you know when we talk about what sparked you too so you talk about up until now um jamie talked about this this uh, webinar that you joined in on um what got you to decide that you're going to jump on that webinar that night So prior to the webinar, um, I had said, okay, I can do this. I can do this by myself. Um, And I should have known from years past, I'm better in a group setting than by myself. And I think a lot of people are because when you're by yourself, you're like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it, you know, the next day. Right, it's easier to put things off when you're just by yourself. So I was in a little local gym. um, And I had been to gyms before that actually years ago gave me the tools um, to be very confident myself. Um, so I figured I'd go back to a gym, um, and I just found it, I just didn't click in there. But I had met this wonderful young woman, Jamie Burke, um, there. Um, and I'd seen her here and there, and our kids happened to be in the same kindergarten class. So we weren't really friends. We were just kind of like, hey, how you doing? Um, and then I ran into school one day, and she's coming out. I'm going in. We're moms. We're on the go. We're dropping kids off. And I'm like, yo, what is up? I'm like, because you're like half the size you were like a couple months ago. What happened to you, you know? Um, And she said, well, I started intermittent fasting. I joined a running group. Why don't you come take a look at it? Here's the information. And within a couple of days, I did. I had been in contact with you probably a year before when Dylan, um, I'd seen Dylan's post on the internet. Um, He's actually, um, his parents live next door to me. So I'm very familiar with Dylan. Um, But I'm like, oh, I should check this out. And then I'm like, nah, it's probably just not for me. Um, But running in the gym, I'm like, this may be for me. And I got on there, and here we are, sitting here today having coffee. <laughs> Nitro Cobra. Yeah. Starbucks, give me a sponsorship. Let's get it. Yo, let's get it. <laughs> so that's, a, that's absolutely amazing. And 
you had joined like a couple of seven day uh, keeping it real challenges. And one time you messaged me, uh, you won one or two of those challenges. And you messaged me and said, I'm officially down 20 some pounds. And uh, I didn't remember like you being 20 some pounds heavier from that time period. And I, I couldn't have been more proud of you. Um, I, I, I will say that growing up and having those phases of being heavier and then thin, heavier and thin, um, I hide it well. Um, I'm very muscular. Um, I know from being a kid, I'm never going to be a petite little person. I accept my body for what it is. Um, I'm very strong. So I think I carry myself in a different manner that way. Um, but as far as the seven-day challenges, I'm like, there's no way. Just cut this stuff out. This is ever going to work. It works. Um, and people at work be like, oh, you're on a diet. I said, no, I'm not on a diet. I'm not on a diet at all. I said, I'm just exercising and eating real food, not processed food. Um, and even some people that I know around town, they'd be like, oh, well, what diet are you on? What are you doing? Are you going to the gym? I'm like, no, I'm running and I'm eating healthy. I said, this is for me. I said, it works. I'm not putting chemicals in my body. I'm not looking for a shake. I'm not running to, you know, pay somebody to make this cool drink for me. I'm eating real food at home and cooking it at home. Um, and putting good examples for my child to see. Say, oh, okay, this is good stuff, Mom. Yeah. And I think it's important to, to say that you're not restricting yourself either you can eat a lot especially when you're intermittent fasting just because you're delaying when you're eating you're not um, restricting your food you're not denying yourself I think that's a misconcept people think like oh well, you're in, you can only have a little plate of food I'm like no no fill eat, your plate. eat as much as you can in that window yeah I think that's a misconception that people have about that and with your you're keeping a real format you know I just want to clarify what we're talking about some people some people will promote intermittent fasting and you can eat a cheeseburger, french fries, pizza. Um, and that's okay sometimes, but you're not saying that you did that. When you're doing the keeping it real, you are choosing to eliminate. That's the difference between, um, oh, you don't get to have this. No, no, I'm choosing not to have it. It's be Why? Because I feel better when I'm not overloading my body with sugar and when I'm not overloading my body with grains, now my muscles feel like my joints feel better, things like that, right? you're more awake you're more alive you're, yeah. you're alert to everything that's going on you don't have those highs and lows with the sugar yeah. um you know one thing in the past people said i mean don't take this negatively fat people stay fat for a reason because there's such high and lows in the blood sugar systems this is we're maintaining our blood sugar for 24 hours a day seven days a week there is no high and lows with it it's maintaining it yeah yeah and so that brings us to another question um actually what is it that you do for a living <laughs> Um, I sell parts and equipment into the printing industry. So anything you see in the supermarkets actually comes off a machine or a digital machine. Uh, nuts, bolts, and gears, paper, ink, you name it, all in between. Cool. You work for Dunder Mifflin? <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Too much cold brew here, people. How long have you been in this profession? Uh, over 25 years. Wow. Yeah. Right? You didn't know that, right? No, I had no idea. That's why we don't ask questions before, because we love yeah. learning something new. I don't think I've met anybody that does what she does. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. Um, so you're a professional doing what it is that you do. Um, life hasn't got any less busy for you, has it? Um, no, if not, it's gotten busier. <laughs> and, so, and so take us through some of your new healthy habits. Like, for example, what is your current exercise routine and how do you fit it in? Um, well, a lot of times, uh, as most people know me, I fit it in during lunch breaks. Um, it doesn't cut into my time at home or any of the activities I have after work. 
So for me to run home and bust out a three-mile run every day is not a big deal for me. I just do it. I, I have the luxury of not having to go back to work dressed. Um, I can go back in a sweatshirt and sweatpants, and I'm still good. So that helps me a lot, um, trying to fit it all in that way. Um, I was kickboxing for a long time, but right now, just you know, it's getting later. You know, to get things done during the day, I just can't fit it in anymore. So eventually, I'll get back to it. But right now, running fills my need for exercise. Mm. That's awesome. So, do you intermittent fast? And if you do, what is your routine? What's your interval? Um, so, I will usually end dinner between six and seven at night, and I usually do not eat until one o'clock or two o'clock in the afternoon. And that's most likely because after I run, I'll be ready to eat when I get back to work. So, I'll have things already prepped, ready to go, just take it out of the fridge, run back to work, and eat at my desk. Not a big deal. So, again, I just want to make this uh, absolutely applicable for the listener that is listening to this, that, that is a mother. You're still getting this done. You have, you're very busy, you have your profession. You have a six-year-old. You also do something with the Atlantic City High School team, right? Uh, Atlantic City, yes, I do. I, um, I'm the wash maid. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, I do take that burden off of the kids having to go home and uh, get their their stuff washed for games and stuff. So I take care of all that for my husband. So he doesn't have to worry about the kids. And the kids can focus on their plays for next week and their studies. So that's also thrown into the mix on the weekends. So I have to get all that done for him. Um, you know, I take care of my mom and dad whenever they need stuff, and my brother needs help here and there. So I got a lot going on in my plate. <laughs> you said that when your mom got you that Nordic track, <laughs> you were dropping weight, and you were only doing it 20 minutes a day. Yes. And so, again, this is something else that our listeners can, like, say, hey, it doesn't take that long. Meredith is getting out for 30 minutes during her lunch break getting something done, right? And yep. I still have that Nordic track. I still will use it if I'm in a time crunch. Um, if Mew is playing at my mom's house or something, I can go into the garage real quick, and I can go ski a couple miles. Um, another thing that I found useful for a lot of moms is you can get any workout on your phone, your television, while your kids are playing, doing homework. Um, there's been a lot of mornings where Mia will be playing with her toys, and mom's in the hallway watching the TV from a distance, busting out a workout real quick. 30 minutes, 20 minutes, I'm still getting it done. I'm still giving her attention also. On my iPhone, I downloaded 10-minute um, yoga videos, so getting a 10-minute stretch is helpful too. you have any thoughts? Well, Meredith posted uh, a workout that she did in our accountability group not too long ago that seemed very intense, and you don't need any equipment, you know, jump squats, burpees, push-ups. Like, you just need yourself and 10, 15, 20 minutes, and that's it. You can get it done. How do you feel since adopting this intermittent fasting? Um, Jamie was saying before you got here that um, when she told you that she was doing intermittent fasting, that um, you said that you tried it, you had experienced headaches and things like that, but now you seem to have found your rhythm. You know when you can get your exercise in and everything like that. So how do you feel since adopting, adopting this healthier lifestyle? Um, I'm like a lot of women. I get migraines. have always gotten migraines since I was a kid. Um, and with the intermittent fasting and keep my blood sugar maintained and eating healthy, pro- unprocessed foods, um, very few migraines. And I can say probably since I started this, maybe three. So it definitely helps the body, you know, from inside and out. So um, how much have you lost since joining Run to the Best You? I think right now we're at a total of 30 
but I have to get back in the challenge this week because um, some of my um, closer runners that might see me on the bike path know my um, guilty habits. <laughs> so so um, there's a question that I didn't put in here that, Jamie, you had. You also wanted to ask the what's the difference between and I think she kind of answered it but what's the difference between running on her own when she was training for the marathons you said what's the difference uh since right she um you told me that you trained for a half marathon in the past and you actually put on weight so what were you doing then and versus now how do you think having the group helped you lose weight so when I trained before in the past with half marathons on my own, I would just straight out just go run. And anybody knows you're running longer distances, you're hungry all the time. Um, and I would just go eat. So in hindsight, I was putting on weights between the muscle and the food. So instead of going up, I'm like, how do I run a half marathon and gain 20 pounds? I'm like, who does that? Because I wasn't doing the process the right way. In my own mind, I'm like, okay, because years past I had done it and it was fine prior to having my baby. So in the mindset afterwards, I'm like, ah, no problem. I'm just going to go train for this. It's not a big deal. Well, it was a big deal. Um, I made it through the half marathon. Not a, not a big deal for me, but it wasn't my best um, efforts to get it done the right way. Um, so coming into this, um, I adopted the Run, Walk, Run program. I, after the marathon, half marathon we just ran, I'm like, I can keep going. I'm good. Like, I wasn't hurt. I, we, 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 we talked for 13.1 miles. We had a good time. Um, I was not sore. So I think the biggest misconception that people are like, oh, you can't run a half marathon. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna, body's going to hurt. It does not hurt. It's training your muscles in the right manner to get it done. So you, you uh, gave us a lot of great information. You ran that half marathon with Jamie. And how was that experience that morning? This guys, we're talking about the ocean, the uh, Atlantic City Half Marathon in October. Meredith was right there leading the charge, and she encouraged so many of the members to 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 do it. Right, so you know. All right, Ed. Enough the bullying. It's a good bullying. It's a good way. It's to make people believe you can do anything you put your mind to. It's a good bullying in my in my eyes. Yeah, she gets a bad rap in our group, mostly because of Ed Brown. Um, she she lets people know that you can do it, and some people call that bullying, but it really it's great motivation and inspiration. I think you should have fun doing it too. Um, a yeah. lot of times, even on the track, I might not be out there getting. Um, best workout that I need right then but I think I'm out there showing the kids that are out there like let's just go have fun yeah you know if you get the mindset like oh this is just gonna stink this I gotta go for a run Uh, I try to change it into let's make it fun let's let's be happy about let's just go out and have a chit chat Tina's always saying how can you talk for 13 miles I'm like we just went out and did it we put our timers on but we didn't put any timing devices on and we just went out and ran without any stress about it yeah. No pressure. No pressure. Yeah, we had no idea where we were in the course. We just we, until <laughs> until there was one woman that told us we were at mile eight, and I was like, "Don't tell me that." And, and that's a good thing to do to get lost in the experience. Yes. And, done, and you know, a lot of times our devices. Um, I carry my watch, and if it's not working right, and I'm like, "Oh, come on!" You know, it just re- you like really. Over when things aren't going your way. Absolutely. Is there anything that you can do now? that you couldn't do before losing the weight that you have? Um, I think I'm just in a better 
place in my life. I'm more positive. Um, I don't. I'm not as. I don't have a lot of anxiety about stuff. I'm, things just happen. You just go through life. Just get it done. Don't stress about the small stuff. People have got bigger problems than I do in life. Yeah. So I'd come into each run, even with or without the grouping. It's a good day. I'm, I'm up. I wanted you to, uh, before, I, before I ask my next question, uh, Jamie has a question. Um, well, you're just as busy as you ever were before. But um, do you experience that mom burnout? That's something that I used to get all the time before adopting these healthy um, changes. Do you ever get that freak out moment where you just can't take it anymore? Or do you feel like you can kind of handle everything that's coming at you? Yeah, I think before, um, and my family will attest to this, like I've got a very short fuse. Um, I like things my way, like get it done, let's go. we got other things to do. Now I kind of sit back and be like, you know, especially with a six-year-old, you kind of be like, Okay, they have to go at their own pace. Where before, I'm like, come on, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Um, so I think I'm calmer in that respect of my life. I'm just letting her kind of get things done on her pace, not my pace. Um, as far as being burnout, I think I get to a point where I'm burnt out. But I think you dig deep and you're like, I can just keep going. And, you know, tomorrow's another day. You get a couple hours of sleep. We're ready to go again. You know, you reached out to me and you said, who's that girl with the purple hair that was in your group. I need to buy that stroller back from her. <laughs> and that is, it's so crazy how small the world is, right? Like, I re- when, when Elizabeth was in the group, she was looking for a running stroller, and then she found one, and she, she ran the Ocean, C- Ocean City Bridge with it, and come to find out, it was Meredith's stroller that she sold to Elizabeth. That just blows my mind. I just think that certain people are placed into your life for a reason, and it's kind of crazy how it all works out. I was texting like crazy. I'm like, who's this girl? I need to get her number. I need to get my stroller back right now. <laughs> like, I need it today. Re- refresh my memory. Did you run the half marathon with the stroller? No, I did not. I did contemplate um, having my husband meet me um, somewhere on the boardwalk with uh, Mia in the stroller. Um, mentally, sometimes I think I'm like, oh, I run better with her. And I kind of do because my footing is always the same with the stroller. Um, anybody who runs with a stroller will know. So it does give you an advantage. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, no, it does. It does. Don't, don't, don't deny. No, let, let me set this straight for the audience here. Okay, so when Meredith comes out with the stroller and I feel like I'm training the group and it's the back half of the thing and I see her coming down the stretch, I said, let me take that for you so that you can run strong. And then just for that little bit, my arms are burning, my shoulders are kind of burning a little bit. I'm like, this woman had to push this up over that hump. I, I'm, I'm struggling just getting around the corner. You know, and she's so fast. I mean, she just takes off with that thing. I don't know how she does it. I can't even catch her. So, 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 uh... You did the Trail of Two Cities, which is a 5K over the, the massive Ocean City Bridge, and people were looking to you as motivation. It was like, they, you know, the, the new person, Norm, it was his first day just showing up to our group, and his first workout was the, the, the bridge. And he says that I didn't even realize that this bridge was so big that we have to run over. And uh, but I just kept watching the, the lady with the stroller, you know, so <laughs> the lady with the stroller. That is me. The lady with the stroller. I did. I saw Norman Matt um, and I knew they were right behind me. And I said, you know what? With a stroller, you've got all the weight shifting around. So Mia actually does know that when I go up, she needs to lean forward to push the weight a little bit forward. So I'm not pushing it so far back. So I saw Matt Can you believe this? and Norm. Pan- Asked me, and I'm like, 
it's okay. I'm going to get him on the other end anyway. And I did. And then Norm, he is quick. He's really tall, too. So he's got an advantage with those long legs. Um, but I did see two other dads out there with the strollers, the triple stroller. And I guarantee that thing's aluminum, so it's really light. So between Mia and the stroller, I'm pushing close to 100 pounds. Yeah. Wow. Along with yeah. water bottles and keys and sweatshirts yeah. and whoever oh, yeah. else she holds, stuff she holds everybody's keys and, and everybody's water bottle. And that's why she's the bully. People are scared of her because if she says you're going to run a half marathon, they see her shoulders. They're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Meredith, we'll get you. What has you excited today? Any special events coming up that you're working on at the moment? Um, I would like to put on the bucket list for this year of going sub two on the half with Ooh. hopefully six half marathons in my future. Um, I know it's the only way for me to wrap my head around getting that number, um, but not putting too much pressure to get to it either. So I've got some work to do, but that's what I'd like to do. Yeah, I had a different goal in mind, but right now that kind of shifted to the half marathon sub, so we'll see where it goes. That's awesome. So Meredith is down 30 pounds and is excited to go after this goal. She has it on the calendar. Her half marathons is on the calendar. She knows what time she's going to get. Are we excited for her? Are we rooting for her? Hell yeah. (laughs) So we thank you for being on the show. We really do appreciate you you being on the show. Before we let you go, what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone getting started? Um, You have to want to do it for yourself. Um, Nobody else can do it for you. You can't look in the mirror and expect your friends or your husband or your coworkers to be like, oh, you're doing such a good job. You have to believe in yourself to do it. Um, I think once you get past that and you believe in it and you see it yourself, everything else falls into line. Jamie, could could there be any better clothes than that? Nope. What's our final thoughts to what, what do we want to finally say to Meredith as we wrap this up? Oh, I just want to say thank you for being such an amazing part of this group. You really um, inspire everybody. Keep me going. Give me so much good advice, and I'm rooting for you. You guys just like me yelling at you all the time. (laughs) And and I just want to say thank you for spreading the word. Um, We have Stacy in the group. We have Holly. They're all flourishing. Did I leave anybody out? You've been just, you know, Ed. Ed. Yeah, Ed. It's okay to leave him out. <laughs> Our first Patreon. No, no, seriously, like, you know, wow. You know, it's, it really is um, mind-numbing to really think about where some of these individuals came from. And they look into you. You know, the program is the program, but it wouldn't be anything without people like you. And Jamie. And so, yeah, it's all, it's all spider web, yeah, right? Because without, without uh, Jen, Jamie wouldn't be here. Yep. Right. And so, guys, really, thank you both for for doing what you do. And um, anybody out there listening, head over to run to the best you dot com. Take us up on our online coaching as well as our local uh, trainings that we're doing. We're training for a race that's going to happen on New Year's Day. Uh, we, we're coming into the winter months and a lot of people put on weight during the winter months. I knew it was something that I wanted to say when you talked about putting on weight during a uh, half marathon training. Oh my gosh. It escaped me. I was listening to a podcast last night that I listened to called Mojo for Runners. And it is not uncommon to put on weight during, and I'm going to tell you something. I ran that 12 miles last night in the cold. And guess what I heard when I came through Atlantic City? 
the casinos, they have these automatic recordings to this restaurant. Why don't you come on in and, and, get, and get some general tosso chicken? I'm like, Chinese sounds so good right now. And I see a beer logo sitting there. And I'm like, oh, I just wanted to wrap my arms around that beer, right? It's like, and, and it's no doubt that one of the, fir- the first time I ran 15 miles, after I was done, I went to Five Guys, got a super large fry, and I went to the liquor store and got a, 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 a Heineken. Like the tall boy, right? And then I went home, and I, my plan was to bring those French fries t- to share. Man, those things was gone. It was like, two, yeah, yeah. I ran 15 miles. You kidding me? I was killing it, right? So You're starving after those long mile runs. <laughs> yeah, when I first started doing those long runs, all I did was eat afterwards, and it was hard to rein it in because you just feel so hungry. And with me, with me too, um, training our group and doing the Ocean City Bridge. You're building leg muscles as well. So, yeah. But at the same time, guys, if you're doing the keeping a real challenge, it's, it kind of puts it in black and white for you. Like there's no – if you're trying to avoid alcohol, then obviously you're not going to grab a beer. If you are um, trying to eliminate greens, there, there is no grabbing an Italian hoagie. That's one of my favorite things, uh, Italian hoagie with a bag of chips and a, and a beer, right? So, Show me some wings and pizza. I'm good to go. Yeah, see you know what I'm saying? So we, we're just like everybody else, guys. We have these vices as well, but – uh, running has brought us all together. Uh, being parents has brought us all together. Doing it for the right reasons. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And thanks for listening to this week's episode. Everybody have a great week. That's our time for today. Thanks for listening to the Running Intermittent Fasting and Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can receive notifications when new episodes are available. Please share this with your family and friends on your favorite social media platforms. If you would like to become a supporter of our show by becoming a Patreon to make a contribution, please visit patreon.com slash coach All Patreons will be mentioned in future episodes. So shout out to Ed Brown, our first Patreon. Visit runtothebestyou.com to grab our free nutritional guide, sign up to one of our seven-day challenges, or to sign up to one of our online training programs for you to be ready for any 5K, half marathon, marathon, it doesn't matter. Remember, the best way to predict the future is to create it. So create an amazing one, my friends. Have a great week.